Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of For the Most Part podcast. This is part one of our season finale. Part two, we have another real legendarious guest. So we have real legendarious guests on this on this show so far. <laughs> so I want to introduce a, 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 a producer. Uh, I, I don't know if to call him a vocalist too, because he sang on some of his own his own productions as well. Advocate, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for, first of all, thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, we know you're a busy man. We know you're a busy man. You know, in between mining children and thing, you know, you gotta make some time. This is the fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Hundred percent. So, I have an icebreaker question first that I want to drop in. Roti. Doubles or pillow? Doubles. Ooh, all right. Yeah, they were on that one. They were on that one. Yeah, but you gotta eat the doubles standing up by the doubles, man. I hundred. I agree with that. It's so weird to eat it in your house. Like it, it's oh. not the same energy. It's never the same energy. <laughs> so I want to get right into the, the the questions that I have for you, um, advocate. I want to assume that that's a play on words of the word advocate of course but but what was the the the, the where did that come from well actually trying to figure out a name for the the company or the entity that's that i do the music under mm-hmm. uh, i just couldn't figure out what i wanted it to say right so over the years before i even did the music professionally i i was doing music since i was like 12 years old or so and that was just for fun and most of what i did was to help people um i mean i enjoyed it myself but in the process of it, it's like doing all the, the rap mixtapes and doing all the free recordings and building beats for people and whatever, right? So it was a lot of work done, but I realized I enjoyed most when I help people. Mm. And the name kind of just popped up, was like, you know what? It's not really about so-and-so music records and music this and music that. It's more so about this is something that I enjoy, but I also enjoy helping people. So that's where the advocate, so I find as though I do better when it is I advocate for others. Right, right, right. Cool, cool. I was like, hey, okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> very nice, very nice, very nice. So we we know your your production repertoire is very large. So just give a, a general idea as to to the to the list of people you would have worked with in this industry. Or should I just say the people that I didn't work with? That might be sure. Yeah, 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 you can do that way too, however you feel. <laughs> I think the only person I haven't worked with was Saucy Wow. That's wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've worked with everyone else to some mm. degree. Right, 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 right. Whether it was any songwriting or recording or put, right, right, right. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. All right, well, I want to dive into trinidad's music industry a little bit what is one thing you think you'd want to change regarding this music industry that we have that's a that's a deep question you know? um well the one thing i i think it's the <sighs> political or the hmm, i, I want to phrase it correctly sure sure because I, I i think it's imbalance to begin with and I think the ones that usually get through are not the ones that are the most talented. Um, as as well as it, it stems to, it, it's a political environment that is imbalanced, but also the financial side of things are imbalanced, as well as the legal things are not 
balance. So it's really about a fairness. I would like to change the fairness of it all. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I hear that, and I think that's partly why we have this podcast in place because we kind of saw a little bit of that um, just, you know, protruding into the industry. And it's like, but, but, but why? Why are these people not being recognized? And there are others that are not being recognized, you know? So now let's shift a little bit into the pandemic. So we kind of hit a digital forum altogether. Well, hence why we're here. Yeah, hence hence we we virtual right too. Otherwise, it would have been in studio. We would have been vibing like, you know. Um, how 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 has that affected your workflow? Because I know as a producer, you need people in studio normally to record stuff. Right. Um, workflow. I find it made it easier. Um, because a lot of artists now have spaces that they can record. Okay. So, therefore, I don't have to sit down for four hours or five hours to record someone anymore. Mm. So, it made it easier for me. However, um, I'm very particular when it comes to recording certain songs. Right. Uh, I want it to sound a certain way, but that's, that's the only hindrance that I, I don't have as much control over what vocals I get. I could tell them, okay, sing about this line or sing about that line, but the overall energy is not going to be the same if they recorded in the studio with me. Right, oh. right. Right, because that's just different recording styles. Um, but it did make it easier. So it's like, okay, I make a piece of music and then they just, hey, all right, send me the vocals. And it's like, oh, ready to mix and master and go. Right, 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 right. Cool. So, so would you say being, well, I'm guessing now that this has become more profitable to you. Meaning um, you could you could make a little more now because you don't have to book an artist for four hours as you say you could book an artist for an hour and you edit and produce mix master and send the track off and you have our next one pilot. Um, it could be more profitable okay. or at least more efficient, but I wouldn't say it has been more profitable because less right. people, well, more people doing less music. Right. Everyone, at the stage where it's a little confusing they're not too sure if to release music for carnival that is not happening mm-hmm. uh, not sure what kind of music to release and then some of them have songs that they really want but they want it for carnival so they don't want to release it yet so it's it's a lot of different factors that's causing it to not be profitable right but right it, right yeah. all right um so i saw that you did you released a track well uh, a rhythm and you're, you're one of the, the, the producers we know who always have a rhythm coming out. So tell us a little bit about the Tender Touch rhythm that came out recently. Slight call in here. Slight call. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Right. What was the question? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the Tender Touch rhythm that was just released. Uh, huh. Interestingly enough, that was meant to be a single for Patricia Roberts. Interesting. So- yeah, so we produced that um, as a as a single itself. That wasn't last year. That was year before. Mm. Yeah, and what ended up happening? We had different ideas on different things, so we didn't finish the project at that stage. Okay. We did so our carnival passed and we waited and whatnot, and we didn't release it. Mm. And then the following year, um, we kind of met in the middle ground, and I was like, you know what? Um, well, Patrice and all agreed. I was like, if you want to make it a rhythm, you can make it a rhythm. I was like, oh, okay, cool, no problem. 
So I got some of that. I sent it to some different people to see if I get some different writing, see if I get some different vocals and whatever. And everything kind of just came in fast. Mm. And I was like, now I have a rhythm, so what do I name it? And Patrice's song was named Tender. Right. So it was like, oh, so let me just Tender touch. Oh, that song, you know, romantic enough. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just happened to be uh, what it is now. And it's like, oh, well, yeah. And then boom, it just released and then it just made sense. Right. Wow. Hmm. So let's let's look back a little bit now. What was the, the the song or the project or the production that was the thing that made your mark? Because at some point advocate was not advocate as people would know. Right. You know? What was what would you say was that that one song or project that that make your mark? I think it would have been the Can Can rhythm with Ola Tunji. Yeah, yeah. With Benjai and so forth. Mm. That whole rhythm was like, I had no, that's my first rhythm ever. I've never done a rhythm before. That was my first rhythm ever. And when it released, I was totally, that that year was probably one of my best years. Mm, mm, mm. Once wow. the and I was just like, yo, yeah. That's, that's, that's where the Afro thing started. That's amazing. Like, and I and I distinctly remember when that first came out. It was it was it was an energy that you could not. Uh, what's the best way to put it? You, you you can't exchange that energy because that that year in itself was really unique for soca in the in oh, the yeah. industry. You know. Um. So I have one. Well, two, uh, two more questions. What is some advice you'd give to up and coming producers who want to get into the game that you are into now? <laughs> Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Um, no, no, no. Um, but one of the major points is definitely, uh, if you're not, if you don't have the tolerance and the, what, what do I call it, and the drive to keep going when it's hard, don't get in it. It is mm. not. It is not sunshines and and butterflies and rainbows all the time. No. Those are very rare, actually. Most of it is just hard work and disappointment. However, when it is good, it's really, really, really good. Mm. So the, the best advice I could probably give is if the drive and the passion is there, no matter what you're going to do music, then do it every single day and enjoy it. I think the energy that we we initially have when we create a piece of music is the energy that is felt when the music is listening. So, Doing it for money and doing it for fame and all these things, I wouldn't suggest doing it because at some point you'll be disappointed. But if you're doing it because you love it, no matter how much disappointment comes, it will be, um, was you would, it will be valuable to you. Mm. So yeah, that'll probably be the best advice I can give. Awesome. Well, we've come to the end of this this episode right here. That's that's, that's it, okay. really, aren't you? Um, so plug. I thought it was going to be like two, three hours. Oh, you want to, you want more questions? You want more? Questions? <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, we could we could save them two and three hours and have your back for season three, season four, season five, and so we go because listen, we in the middle of a pandemic, we can't go nowhere and we do it virtual. So, ladies and gents, we've come to the end of this week's episode. Please don't hesitate to support this podcast. Advocate, plug your stuff, tell people where they can find you, and we will drop 
some overlays somewhere so that right. people could find you. Yeah. Um. Well, it's at Kit Israel, K I T I S R A E L, or at Advocate Prod. Um. That works for Instagram, Twitter, uh, and so forth. But I awesome. mean, I'm, I, I honestly am not a big social media person. I kind of just stay in the back cave and work. Yeah. But you can find me there. So yeah. Awesome. Ladies and gents, please don't hesitate to support, as I said before. Drop a comment, like, share. And well, we will see you for sure. And we will hear you on the next one. Peace out, guys.